hello hello what's up everybody it's aaron and nicole this is dude that's fucked up welcome to the podcast guys welcome to the pod where you can get lots of fun facts and sometimes they're not even facts I just read a review. It was a two-star review that somebody left us. That was like I saw that. <laughs> they leave a lot of um, uh, I don't even remember unfinished There's thoughts. Unfinished thoughts. <laughs> there it is. See, yep. yeah. And oh I was like, God. yeah. I mean, we're yeah. just two gals talking to each other. That's what this podcast is, and we'll occasionally talk about some history or some weird cult or something yeah i don't think like nothing in our uh explanation or bio or whatever for this podcast is like an historical podcast that is perfectly researched like no we just pick a topic so that we can have a conversation about it which yeah I find they also so funny. said that we we say like too much which of course we do i i, I know that uh yeah like my mom like, hasn't been telling me for almost 40 years get out of here yeah yeah <laughs> Speaking of things, this podcast gets wrong. <laughs> Not even gets wrong. It wasn't, we didn't get it wrong. We didn't get it no. wrong. First of all, first of all. Oh, no, 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 no. We didn't get it wrong. Uh, but there was, I guess, like, you know, there was just a little bit more information. I don't even know why. Oh, because I was trying to think of, like, clever names uh, for this week's podcast. Hmm. and Last I, week's podcast. Yeah. Or this week's? No, no, for like tomorrow's. But yeah, it'll it will have yeah. been last week's podcast. But yeah. Yeah. um I settled on season secretings. <laughs> God it's damn like it. Seasoning. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Um but I was trying to come up with like the like I wanted to say something like um like this doesn't work, but like venal extract, like venalella extract, <laughs> like something with anal in it, <laughs> mm, <laughs> or mm, essence mm. of anus. But mm. then I was like, I don't know. That's maybe puts people off because it says anus in the title, and I don't mm. know. Maybe people don't want you to see that anyway. So I was like, still kind of looking about like beaver secretions and stuff, and then um, found this Snopes article that I sent you, and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Does vanilla flavoring come from be- beaver anal secretions? And it the the rating for this one is mostly false. Um, and the claim is castorium, a secretion produced by beavers, is commonly used as a food additive. The thing is, it's just not common. And yeah. it's not really used as a food additive, which we did specify. It's, like, very mm-hmm. rare. And it's mostly used in cosmetics. So it's not like this was wrong. No, um, we just didn't give enough maybe information. I think we just talked more about how it's a stand-in. It could it was at some point could it be was, used. Yeah, and it has the smell. It's like the smell is very close to actual vanilla and it is used in a mm-hmm. more of a fragrance and cosmetics capacity than it is in food and that's kind of always been the case I guess but then yeah. there was this um so it says in this Snopes article um the use of castorium in common food products today is exceedingly rare in large part because collecting the substance is difficult and therefore expensive and I just thought this was very fun 
Um, so it says getting a beaver to produce castorium for purposes of food processing is tough. Foodies bent on acquiring some of the sticky stuff have to anesthetize the animal and then milk its nether regions. You can milk the anal glands so you can extract the fluid, Joanne Crawford, a wildlife ecologist at Southern Illinois University, said. You can squirt castorium out. It's pretty gross. Oh, God. And then it says, due to such unpleasantness for both parties, castorium consumption is rather small. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we already kind of commented on that, but. But it would have been, that would, that's a very good tidbit that we, we should have Yeah, you have to had. milk the yeah. beaver. <laughs> we have to milk the beaver's sac and glands. Like, it, it's all, it's a process. And, it, and yeah, I'm sure you have to. You have to put it under anesthesia because it probably gets wild or really horny. And I don't know what you're supposed to do with a horny beaver. Slap your ass with that fucking tail, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bite you with them beaver teeth. Oh, <laughs> my God. Don't let it near your nipples. All right. So that's, so that's not the biz. That's the biz. That's the biz. <laughs> Just so that's it. We should have just had that in the episode last week, but we just wanted to add that addendum. Yeah. Sometimes little, we find fun bit stuff. More, yeah. More fun stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. I love it. <laughs> okay. I feel like um, I would like to ask this week for biz, too. You know, we say um, follow us on social meds at mm-hmm. DTFU podcast. If there's any corrections you have for us or any fun facts you want to send our way on previous episodes, please do. Mm-hmm always always like we would love to read it on the podcast um or provide a correction or if there's Mm -hmm. something you'd like us to look in further because it doesn't sound right we'd be happy to revisit it uh absolutely yeah but just um thought that was funny yeah it's um it's always fun to just make sure that we just hold us accountable you know yeah it's great we love it yeah yeah um any uh anything fucked up for you this week no, I don't have anything fucked up this week. Do you? Me neither. No. Oh, my God. What a week. Oh. Okay, so I do want to say that this topic today, we had two listeners back-to-back submit this a little while ago, and it's been on our radar, and we finally kind of looked into it a little bit this week, and we were both just like, oh, my God, it's the <laughs> dumbest. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to think of it it's about a war loose uh, air quotes yeah yeah loose air quotes but I it's about a military uh operation oper- i don't even i wouldn't even call it that it, attempt it's a, 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 it's a, a military um essence yeah uh, <laughs> it's it has the essence of of military yeah um it is it it's if you don't hear the Benny Hill soundtrack, like while we're talking about this episode, I feel like you've completely checked out. Mm-hmm. Your brain's wandering. You got to start over because this yeah. is the dumbest stuff. And when you hear it's about a war, like it's called, it's called the Great Emu War of 1932. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that, I'm like, oh, like oh, this is were they be... riding emus into battle? Like, or like, what was going is it on? like a place called Emu Hill? Like it was a very like tall, like lanky, like pointy hill or something. Emu Hill <laughs> just makes or me like... think of Salisbury Hill. <laughs> that makes me think of Salisbury Steak. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But you know what I mean? Like it could be like 
the Emu yeah. River or like Emu. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't know, like the e- town of Emu. I don't know, but I was like, oh no. And then we started getting into this shit, and it's no, it's so dumb. Oh my god, it literally <sighs> does have to do with emus. Yeah, um, the animal and the country of Australia. So, if you, if for anyone listening that doesn't know what an emu is, do you want to explain what it looks like? Yes, I will in just a moment. Let me. Oh, give you will. Some, okay. Yeah, let me give some um, background though about what we're talking Great. about. Okay, so we're let me, let me set the scene. It's it's Australia uh, post World War One. Um, it's like the war's over. There's a bunch of veterans coming back home uh, that had fought overseas to Australia. Yeah. They helped, you know, they helped turn the tide of war. They're they're you know welcome home but you know veterans are like often treated like shit Mm -hmm. everywhere they sacrifice so much for their countries and so uh the country of australia though is like let's you know we gotta do something for our veterans um there was a ton of discharge veterans who needed a place to live like needed to start their lives over um, so what the Australian government did was gave them land to farm uh, in Western Australia. And this is like what's considered, I guess, the wheat belt of Australia. Mm. And uh, but a lot of the at the time was pretty agriculturally like underdeveloped. So they wanted to like m- develop it more. And so they figured kill two birds with one stone. Um, the policy and the logistics of the land dispersal, though, was really fucked up in and of itself. It forced many Aboriginal people off their ancestral land. Mm. Uh, and in some cases, so Aboriginal people fought in World War One and were technically eligible for to receive land themselves. Yeah. Uh, but barely any of them were even given the chance to do this like three people out of like hundreds of aboriginal people were even able to apply for this um so they went off to war and also got booted off their land Mm. sounds familiar yeah so it's very it's it's fucked up it's giving america yeah it's it's giving giving... (laughs) it's giving homestead act like that is exactly what happened Mm. with americans yeah. In, like after the Civil War, like America was like, go grab some land, y'all. And everybody went west. And it's the movie Far and Away. Like it's very much that oh. um, pioneer time. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Um, but <laughs> they were forcing Native Americans off their land. So, yeah, we're we're very much cousins with Australia in this regard. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so but then shortly after people had started to like settle into this land in Australia the onset of the Great Depression came in 1929 and the farmers were encouraged to increase their wheat crops uh, and the government promised that they would uh, give them assistance in the form of subsidies they failed to do this so all these farmers were like hung out to dry had all the all these Ugh. crops and were not getting any money for them and in spite of all the recommendations and the promised subsidies, wheat prices kept falling. And by October of 1932, uh, shit was like really hitting the fan. Farmers were preparing to harvest the season's crop. And they were also just like, fuck this. We don't. What? What's even the point? Like, we're just going to keep all this wheat for and not 
give it to anybody. Like, what the fuck? And then making it even harder, there was a huge boom in the emu population uh, at the time. So this is like a perfect storm of fuckery. Um, So... In Western Australia, when they started clearing the land and, and creating additional water supplies for livestock and, and whatnot, the, they made these, like, kind of little oasises for emus. They were, like... Fuck forts. Emu fuck forts. Yeah, basically. The <laughs> emus were, like, oh, what's this now? Water for these cows? I think not. I will have it. I think this is a sex pool for us. Yeah, I will come and fuck all over your wheat. Your wheat. <laughs> yeah, so they were like, okay, we're going to come in here. These uh, little fences you built are cute, but we're just going <laughs> to trample right over them. Um, yeah, they, like, started coming into farm territory and uh, particularly, like, mostly concentrating in the areas around Chandler and Walgulan. Oh. Um, yeah, really interesting names mm-hmm. in uh, Australia. <laughs> just like in America. Yeah. Just like everywhere. Oh my gosh, um, just like everywhere. Chandler. 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 <laughs> it's like a mix of, you know, British colonial names mm-hmm. and then like aboriginal names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the emus would come and they would just, like I said, bust down these like cute little fences that the farmers thought would keep them out. They would uh, make gaps in the fences, mm-hmm. rabbits and other, you know, Little critters would come in and just eat the shit out of all of the crops. Oh. Um, every everybody's coming in. It's a party. Like the emus knock down the doors and everybody's yeah. in. Oh um, yeah, emus are first on the dance floor. I knew. Yeah, that. exactly. And like you were saying, if you're not familiar what an, with what an emu looks like, mm-hmm. it's a six foot tall, flightless bird, has sharp talons, and it's basically a dinosaur. Yeah, and. I, they kind of look like ostriches. Yeah, like a very long neck mm-hmm. uh, with long a little neck. tiny head. Like its head is like kind of a pinhead. Fuzzy, yeah. yeah. They, they they don't have a like plumage uh, mm-hmm. in the same way that an ostrich does. Yeah. They still have feathers and stuff. But yeah, they're basically like little, you know, fucking dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I follow um, Knuckle Bump Farms on, uh, on Instagram. And it's yeah. that, that woman who has... Emmanuel the emu who's always like trying to get her phone as she's like recording a TikTok or something. Yeah. And she's always like, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, stop it, Emmanuel. And he's always like knocking her phone over. It's really funny. Uh, so they're like, are they like aggressive or they're just like fucking burden? I don't know. They're just they're they're just like big old dummies with like yeah. huge bodies and they don't and give long a shit. ass necks yeah yeah they don't give a shit about anybody or their rules they're just like gonna eat gonna do whatever yeah. the fuck they want they're gonna yeah. fuck everywhere they're gonna you know yeah shit shit and piss everywhere and that's what they did to all these poor farmers they just came Ooh. in they don't know they're their emus wheat. they're emus they don't give yeah. a fuck yeah um so this wheat issue and a whole host of other economic hardships uh, Western Australia faced were all happening at the same time. You know, the emus were not helping, making it so much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're all pissed off about all this shit. And the government's, like, not doing anything to help them. And so they're like, you know, fuck you, Australia. We want to secede from the Commonwealth or whatever. Oh, um, 
And the government was like, oh, fuck, we really need to do something here. They're like, shit's starting to get serious. They're threatening an agricultural <laughs> strike and they want to secede from the rest of the nation. This yeah. is bad. Um, it wasn't just the emus. No, no. There was yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff going on. It was on. just the, like the, the general like treatment and yeah, they were getting shit all over, but the emus were the final straw. I feel like the emus really embodied the fuckery. The like, yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, a metaphor ex- for how they were being treated. It's like you yeah. know what? Were Fuck this, you. Were, we're gonna yeah. do whatever we want, and we're gonna take yeah. your crops, and we're yeah. not gonna give you jack shit. And you think this land is yours? Well, it's not. Yeah, it kind of isn't. So uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the vet vets turned farmers were like, hey, people like they're yelling at their you know their senators, their people in politics. They're like, you know what would be cool. We were in the war, and we saw these huge machine guns. If we could just get our hands on these big-ass machine guns, a.k.a. Lewis guns, yeah, we, we could just shoot all the emus with the, yeah. with these guns. Like, the, it's no big deal. They'll fucking die for sure because it's like big-ass machine guns. Yeah. And um, they were, like, just yelling at all the politicians, like, please let us just shoot the emus. Yeah. And to that I say it's giving America – it is again, again giving giving America again. It's giving thirty to fifty feral hogs. <laughs> Do you remember that fucking tweet? No. Somebody somebody tweeted about how like you can't like assault rifles are for killing people, and then somebody tweeted back, "Well, what do I do? I I need to be able to defend my my yard when." 30 to 50 feral hogs come and come and while my children are playing and so everybody just like lost their minds is oh my god honestly yeah they needed 30 to 50 feral hogs to take out some of the emus it sounds like well that would it's like that it's like you know you you swallowed a fly swallow a cat you know the old yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah it's like robbing peter to pay paul or whatever they're just going to get... You're going to end up in the same situation. Might be yeah. worse. It's going to be worse. Yeah. Because they're feral hogs. Because they're feral hogs. Yeah. Um, and they those are aggressive. Yeah. They'll and fucking smart. kill you. Yeah. I, I feel like an emu could fuck you up, too. Their talons, yeah, like, would kill you. Yeah. Like, if and you they have close. that neck, too. I just feel like they could, like, whip it around at you and, like, bonk you with their head and shit. Like, they just seem maybe not as aggressive as a feral hog. Or a smart, but up there. They'll fuck they, you up if they need to. They'll fuck you up. And they're kind of smart. I feel like we're going to learn some stuff that makes me think they can they're, strategize. They yeah. Oh, for real. <laughs> so the so the the Australian government finally was like, okay, okay. Yes. You yeah. know what? Let's, we got to figure something else, something else out. You're, you're, you want to secede from the union or from the uh, Commonwealth. We don't want that to happen. Yeah. Uh, we'll help you. We'll help you. We promise. Um, so the Minister of Defense at the time, Sir George Pierce, mm. met with a bunch of these pissed off ex-military slash farmers um, and found that their plan to machine gun them down, reason they found that pretty reasonable. And he quickly agreed because he was first and foremost a politician mm. who wanted to stave off the secession talk. Yeah. And he thought it was a good way to do it. He did have some good conditions at- attached to it, though. Uh, he said that the guns were only to be used by military personnel, like current mer- military personnel, mm. not mm-hmm. ex. Right, right, right. You know, not veterans. Not Farmer uh, John. 
not Farmer John. Yeah. Um, troop transport was to be financed by the Western Australian government, and the farmers would provide food, accommodation, and payment for the ammunition. Ugh, which rude. It's so That's rude. That's so fucking rude. Yeah. He also uh, supported the deployment of, uh, you know, using military grade weapons on these birds. Uh, because he thought it would make great target practice. Um, oh. You know, just keeping keeping the the military's aim fresh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He was also so confident that this shit would be easy. He was like, hey, you know what? While you're at it, while you're just shooting all these, like, dumb birds, um, set aside 100 emu skins so that we can um, use their feathers to make hats for some of our like light horsemen infantry guys. Like just their feathers are cute. I think we could use those. He's like, you know what emus have that we don't? Fashion. Fashion. <laughs> yeah, fashion. So why don't we take advantage of that? Make sure you shoot below the feathers. Yeah, don't fuck up those feathers as much you know yeah as, as you as you should just you know just get some feathers let's, let's oh make my some God. cool hats yeah so yeah um yeah his confidence was <laughs> wrong <laughs> wrong so wrong uh, well i think uh he so then after he got involved in October of 1932, the Royal Australian Artillery, which is like the RAA is a department of the Australian Army. Mm-hmm. He he got them involved mm-hmm. um, and he left the emu problem in what I'm assuming are the very capable hands of Major GPW Meredith, mm-hmm. who armed. Now, it says armed two troops and sometimes a troop could be a singular like soldier and sometimes a troop could be multiple people so i'm not Mm -hmm. sure what that means but he armed two troops with ten thousand rounds of ammunition Mm. and yeah that's a lot yeah and he's like okay take your troops and go to campion that's the name of the like chandler settlement the like chandler uh (laughs) what was it called (laughs) chandler Chandler Walgulan, Walgulan, yeah, Walgulan, uh, settlement, area. yeah, settlement, yeah. This is, yeah. Um, just remember, Campion, yeah, not Champion. Campion. No, no. They're like, he's like, yeah, take all these, all, all these uh, munition rounds and fuck up some emus. Oh my god, <laughs> <sighs> ten thousand rounds of ammunition. That's. I don't know. It's like, let's start out small. You know what I mean? Like, let's go down there and see what we can get. Yeah. I f- but the confidence. Feel like I, 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 there wasn't even like a recon mission. No. It was just like all these target practicing. Like, yeah, they're like, they were just like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. It's birds. Like, they're huge. <laughs> we're going to shoot them. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And the farmers it's are so like, so easy. The farmers like, yeah no okay sure we trust you and we'll pay for your lodging and make you food and you know and pay for the 10,000 rounds yeah okay so it's October 1932 but they had to take a rain check 
literally because it rained and <laughs> when that happened the emus were like everywhere they just kind of scattered and also maybe they were like we don't want to do this in the rain because that, that seems odd like it's a military operation i feel like it's a rain or shine type situation normally you know what i mean yeah and i'm like envisioning like uh you know the prairies like i'm i'm envisioning yeah, the yeah. plains like the it's plains. very very much wide open spaces <laughs> yeah. you know it's like yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. very vast and yeah. then there's just like an emu here and there and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, and and this gun this gun this lewis gun is like fucking huge it's big. Like machine gun situation like a yeah, artillery like a, it's like a long gun and it yeah. has like kind of a like a you know tripody kind of thing yeah and you can carry it but it requires at least two people to carry it so yeah. it's not exactly like you know it's not like a super maneuverable like yeah. easy thing to haul around no um yeah so oh my gosh well uh, this is the first moment where i think we learn that the emus are always going to be in charge you know what i mean it's like it rained the em- the emus were like no thank you and then everybody's like wait what do we do now <laughs> Okay. There's no thoughts, just <laughs> they're like just it, guns. It's raining. Do you have any biscuits in the house? Like feed us or whatever. I don't know. It's just so dumb to me. Um okay, so uh on November 2nd after the rain came and went um this is still 1932. There was approximately <laughs> f- 50 emus sighted off the horizon of some horizon, you know. Um and the birds were too far to shoot them with the Lewis guns that I guess they'd set up state to be stationary. They'd already set up the Lewis <laughs> that guns. That makes no sense I because know. emus are just moving and they're fast as fuck. I think yeah. they can run up to like 30 miles an hour. Dude, it's scary. Yeah, it's yeah. scary. Um, so they were just too... They were like, okay, well, they're too far from where we put the gun. What do we do now? And the townspeople were like, I don't know, but then the townspeople were like, <laughs> I guess we're supposed to help. So they had an idea. They're like, we could help. And like, we'll um, ambush these emus. We'll kind of like sneak up on a few sides to outsmart them. We'll flank them. We'll flank yeah. them. We'll ambush them. And we'll herd them into this ambush. Like, we'll we'll get them to move closer to you. They'll come yeah. to you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Just see where you are. Uh, we've already purchased the ammunition, sirs. And then, um, and you want us to strategize too? Yeah. yeah. Also, here's it. your plan. Okay, this yeah, is what we're yeah. gonna do. And who's the real leader here? It's Farmer John. So they it's like a group project, and the <laughs> only ones that did the work were the farmers. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Probably the farmers' wives. Let's be honest. Okay. Truly. So they all get in. They like flank them. They're they're pushing them towards the guns, and the emus go. Hang on a second what's this and they fucking (laughs) outsmart the townspeople figure out it's an ambush and split into two smaller groups and like moved separate from each other so they were harder to target yeah uh to quote robert muldoon from jurassic park clever girl Oh my uh, god! And they're fast, like in Jurassic they're Park. They're like fucking yeah, velo- they're like raptors. Yeah. They're raptors, dude. Yeah. They're fucking raptors. They're raptors. So okay, so it doesn't matter because the troops fire off a couple rounds um, of ammunition, you know, and the the first was completely unsuccessful. They didn't hit a goddamn thing. And they're this- like do 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 do, and the emus are like bye. <laughs> 
This is what I mean about like the Benny Hill soundtrack because it's like, and they're just like trying to shoot the emus, and the emus are like dodging out of the way, you know? And they're running all like all fast. And they're like bobbing and weaving. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, pecking some of the guys on the heads and just like yeah. doing circles around them. And the guy's like all dizzy or whatever. It's so uh, fucking stupid. I know. Oh, God. But I guess a few must have moved closer somehow. I don't know. Because they were able with the second round to kill a couple of emus. And reports specifically said, in quotes, perhaps a dozen. <laughs> so <laughs> that's maybe how what, many like- they got that day. Like a baker's dozen. Yeah. Like, what are we talking? And what do we mean? Perhaps. Half dozen. Perhaps seven? A dozen? seven. Yeah. Is seven Four? close to a dozen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, nobody knows for sure. Like, yeah. it, but it was a failure. It was a failure. Um, but because there are thousands of emus. They're just bopping yeah, around everywhere. They're everywhere. There's, yeah. They're not, they didn't even put a fucking dent in the, the emus. They probably just killed the very old ones that were about to die anyway <laughs> that were like so fucking slow. And who knows if they even shot them. Like they might have just hit them with a frying pan and they went down. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Maybe yeah. these dozen died of natural causes. Who's to say? Like we yeah. have no idea. Um, We can't. We weren't there. Uh, Okay. So the troops stayed in the area for a couple of days. We you know they were re-strategizing they had to figure out okay what's our next move they're like oh these fucking emus okay they're They're smarter than we thought yeah they might split into two groups so we can't we can't really ambush them with the townspeople again that was a good attempt though and they're moving they can move (laughs) and they're kind of fast so we gotta we gotta start thinking yeah thinking a little bit harder about this oh my god well okay so a couple days later on november 4th major meredith led the troops into battle yet again okay but he was kind of like hey remember how the townspeople did that ambush and everyone's like yeah he's like let's try that again (laughs) so there was like a thousand emus this time in whatever area they decided to go into um and that's what they were like okay troops we're gonna we're going to like ambush them and it's going to work better with a thousand. Maybe they won't split into 20 groups, you know? I mean, it's just math at that point because. Yeah. It's, right. You're going to hit something you know, if you're, you're going to hit enough. something. Yeah. If you're close enough. Yeah. Well, let's hope. Um, so they took their the Lewis guns. They aimed. They fired. And after only a few rounds, the guns jammed both of them. <laughs> I don't think they killed a single one that day. Yeah. They maybe maybe hit a couple, but Yeah. It they was maybe another skimmed one. Yeah, another fail. It was uh, a big fail, dude. It yeah. was Oh my god. And then just like right on the heels of this, they were like, "Okay, this is the problem. These guns, like you said, are like unmaneuverable. We can't be quick with them." These emus are fast. We need to be able to change our position pretty quickly, which is smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Meredith wanted to, like, bring in the tanks, let's say. But they didn't have a tank. What they had was a pickup truck. So they Hell mounted. Yeah. <laughs> they did, like, a fucking redneck Mad, Mad Max situation, which Mad Max is kind of redneck in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe more steampunk. But they mm-hmm. just fucking... I don't know, duct taped these Lewis guns onto the back of a pickup truck and just like hauled ass down these dirt roads because they're in the middle of nowhere. This is agricultural land, okay? 
this and is it's a, but it's also in the middle of nowhere it's and it's like all undeveloped like there's yeah. it's there's a farm here or there but it's like yeah. very rural there's very, no very roads rural. like it's a no. dirt road if if there's a road you know yeah so they're all in this truck the fucking gunners in the back they're just like driving over all these bumps <laughs> and in holes and like fucking potholes and divots and shit and, and this driving is over like rocks and a goddamn like model t like there's yeah. not you know like it's, <laughs> yeah, like, it's not a fucking <laughs> dodge ram no. it's like a fucking janky ass like fucking can <laughs> on wheels you know and like oh god the gunner obviously couldn't even keep aim like he was probably car sick in the back of there maybe he flew out we don't know what's going on but it is just i mean they probably had a jeep but still yeah oh yeah 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 maybe um but so they were able to like they weren't okay they were able to get some shots off the gun didn't jammed but of course it, the ride was so rough that they weren't able to hit anything and yeah their aim was like not good yeah and they couldn't they couldn't catch up to the emus like they would yeah. try and run them down with the car but the emus were so much fucking faster on those country back roads yeah they're you like can't, fuck you, you can't you can't haul ass in a no. like off-roading you know, off-roading like no. you, you you're gonna like just you're gonna die yeah yeah you're gonna flip your jeep or yeah. whatever like you're and you're gonna lose control ultimately you're gonna you're gonna bottom out yeah pop a tire you're gonna fuck your shit up yeah, yeah. so it oh, was god not great okay i so obviously you know all these fucking knuckleheads are bopping around in the back of the jeep or the truck or whatever they're not making any leeway and let's be real this made the emu stronger mm-hmm. smarter they were like watching learning mm-hmm. they're like look at these dum-dums and in an article from the Australian Herald, an army observa- an army observer at the time had noted that by the fourth day, and this is a quote, each pack seems to have its own leader now. <laughs> Dude, this shit's uh, real, man. A big black plumed bird, which stands fully six feet high and keeps watch while his mates carry out their work of destruction and warns them of our approach. Like they fucking outsmarted the military like actions and they were like oh p.s i'll be the lookout and you'll know and we're fucking yeah. faster than them in that piece of shit and like yeah. oh my god they're like so look funny. at these fucking chodes trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to run us down in their shit ass jeep we're gonna we're so much faster guys it's oh fine. my god let's hurry up and eat all this wheat real quick yeah i feel like the emus were like emu and then the other ones would be like emu and then they'd be like emu 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 <laughs> dude it's so good emu emu and the emus are like yeah 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 get it get it <laughs> yeah oh my god they're just uh it's so funny uh and one of the funniest things about this whole quote-unquote operation yeah uh, this military operation is that um pierce the like Mm. secretary of defense or whatever hired a cinematographer from fox movie tone (laughs) to capture the culling of the emus on camera and i guess make a cool propaganda film like uh look at our cool and manly government killing (laughs) Killing all these mean birds. Very badass, and we will protect you with our machine guns. Stay in the Commonwealth, please. I don't know. That's a terrible Australian accent. I'm so sorry. Uh, ex- 
except it was so embarrassing. Yeah, this it's like you can't use any of that footage. No, the guy like was like filming shit. He's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to pause for today. I don't think we're going to kill any more emus. Yeah. And all the like military guys. Are, yeah. All the military guys are like, God damn it. Fuck shit. <laughs> Fucking emus. And the guy has his camera and he just like slowly closes it. And he's like, I'm going to go grab yeah. some Fosties. I'll be back. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're like, hey, do you need me to like sh- point the gun at anything? Do you need some extra B-roll? No, I, th- I think we got it. Yeah, I, I we, we got, got it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to actually get some shots of the emu uh, leaders. Yeah, the ring leaders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it turns into like an emu propaganda film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole thing was such a goddamn mess, and they barely killed any emus, and... um. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they wanted to uh film very much of it. Um yeah. and at one point uh this does get out to the the public that this is happening eventually and the news of the like failure eventually gets out. Yeah. Um so an ornithologist named Dom- Dominic Severin- Serventy mm. um summarized the culls quote unquote the culling of the emus uh, as the as thus uh, quote the machine gunners dreams of point-blank fire into serried ma- masses of emus were soon dissipated the emu command had e- evidently ordered guerrilla tactics and its unwieldy <laughs> army soon split up into innumerable small new units that made the use of military equipment uneconomic <laughs> a crestfallen field force therefore withdrew from the combat area after about a month Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, like I said, it kind of got out there. There was a lot of negative coverage uh, in the local media, and it obviously highlighted the claim uh, that only, like, highlighted the fact that they'd only killed a few emus. Um, So Pierce withdrew the military personnel and the guns on November 8th of 1932. I just love that, like... The emu command had evidently ordered guerrilla tactics. Yeah. I like how they're talking about the emus, how we're talking about them. Like, they outsmarted. Oh, yeah. They're making fun of the, the <laughs> yeah, military yeah. completely. Yeah. An ornithologist <laughs> just totally the oh shitting on God. the military. It's, it's really so funny. so good. Oh. Uh, yeah. So after this first withdrawal of the military, the emu attacks kept coming um Mm. it was relentless farmers kept asking for support again yeah uh now as you know like the winter time here is summertime there so Mm. hot weather and drought were really making it so that the emus were looking for water um and that's where they really started coming fast and thick because they that was like a oasis for them. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, they were coming by the thousands. Like this is like, <gasps> this is like not a joke. Like they're That's scary. They're, yeah. They're really just like fully invading these like farms. It's like when the cicadas come for yeah. in the U S or something, it's like these weird, like, like um, reproductive patterns. And then yeah, the suddenly, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so weird. Well, I mean, anything could have a boom in its population True. if, like, there's, like, different, you know, like, 
climate issues or or you know a, a predator well and they must not is... have a natural predator in the area because if they're getting that if their herds are like thickening that much yeah i feel like they they kind of didn't so yeah. well they're dinosaurs um, so that makes they're sense. dinosaurs yeah so uh james mitchell the premier of western australia lent his strong support to the renewal of the military assistance and um the military was like okay we'll we'll try we'll try this shit again i guess oh we'll no bring the guns out again <laughs> and try to defeat the emu hordes um so even though they uh, the military agreed to lend the guns to the western australian government again uh they there was nobody to really do this there was not um there was a lack of experienced machine gunners in the state. Mm. Um, so Meredith came back uh, into the <laughs> into the the um, theater of war again. <laughs> what a disappointment! Why? And, would, oh God! I mean, he I probably had he, no choice. I think though he actually like got like kind of obsessed with it though he was oh, like sure and he had it, hubris like obviously yeah. he thought he could do it and it's like we'll prove it and he can't he was like okay i'm getting another chance i'm yeah. gonna fuck up these emus like these it's like the bane of his existence you know he's just like cannot believe oh my god that he's being outsmarted by some emus. fucking birds you i know? mean i get it he's like yeah. um jake gyllenhaal in um zodiac he just can't let it go. His marriage is falling apart. His kids miss him. He develops a <laughs> <laughs> he develops a drinking problem. He no, that was take... Robert Downey Jr. Oh, but it wasn't it also Jake Gyllenhaal? I don't think so. Oh, well, he was having he was not doing well. No, that's true. He was yeah. obsessed. Um, yeah. So Meredith uh, goes back into this into Western Australia, mm-hmm. gets back out there on November thirteenth of nineteen thirty-two. Like this is all within like months, you know, months. Yeah, yeah. that this is all happening. Um, a month, a month. Yeah, yeah. And he, I guess, like learned from his mistakes, and mm-hmm. so over the first couple days, um, they killed approximately forty emus. Oh. Um, Good for him. Yeah. Out of literal thousands. Out of literal thousands. The third day, um, November 15th, uh, was not as successful. But by the 2nd of December, the soldiers were killing approximately 100 emus per week. Oh. Um, So they started to get in a groove. And then uh, Meredith was recalled on... December 10th, and in his report, he claimed that he killed uh, 986 emus with 9,860 rounds, Mm. which is conveniently (laughs) very exact. 10 10 rounds per confirmed kill. Yeah, it's like a little too on the nose, but um, also that's a lot. It took you 10. To kill one, yeah. To ki- it took you ten rounds to kill one. I'm sure it's just like an average, and it's like you know rounding up or whatever. Okay, so, so. were that yeah, but sometimes were you lucky, and sometimes did it take you fifty rounds to kill one bird? Like, why are you yeah. wasting so much ammunition? That seems that does not seem effective. Yeah, I mean, so 
he claims he killed almost a thousand emus. Um, mm. and he also claimed that he wounded 2,500 birds. Um, and they, he thought he was positive they'd probably died of as a result of the injuries they'd sustained. Um, also, um, also, probably other ones died that were hurt. Probably like yeah, twenty five hundred. Like, definitely, like I definitely like shot at least two thousand five hundred. Yeah, like definitely got like a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like there were they ones were, that like, looked hurt. They're pretty <laughs> fucked up. I fucked them yeah. up. Yeah, they, so they probably died. Gun. They probably died later. They're dead. Yeah. yeah. So add, yeah. Ca- count those ones. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. But I mean, again, this is out of like tens of thousands of emus. Yeah. So mm-hmm. not 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 doing the uh, numbers that uh, you would think. Yeah. So I don't know. So then so that was the second attempt and the last attempt to yeah. uh, murder a bunch of fucking birds with machine guns. Yeah. Um, they left and they were like, our job is done here. We killed so many. <laughs> and all the farmers are like, they're still here. They're still yeah. eating our crops and like shitting everywhere and like yeah. decimating everything. And they're like, please, maybe just like bomb them or something. And the <laughs> the Australian government was like, absolutely not we're gonna just say fuck off forever figure it out good luck and goodbye uh no they helped him a little bit more over the years but um yeah yeah, um yeah this this whole the 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 whole like you know thing with the machine guns just did not yeah work out I was gonna say so did it work overall what do we think yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. This is the dumbest fucking. This is like one of the most uh, insane use of res- of government military resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever. <laughs> oh my god, it's yeah. Eventually, I've the. I, eventually, the government did the most Australian thing I can think of, which is that they reinstituted a bounty system that had been mm-hmm. in place, like in the. Uh, 20s like b- mm-hmm. basically until the mid 20s um so like you have your emu hunter dundees your dog the emu hunters like you <laughs> you know all the bounty hunters come out of the of the woodwork and they were able to effectively with that system in place um which they reinstated in 1934 so like this went rampant for a little while longer before like somebody finally had a solution yeah, this is this is what it should have been all along. Yeah. Like this is when you open up hunting season for emus. You know, yeah. that's yeah, that's what that's what governments do when like yeah, c- animal population. population. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's like totally a thing. Like yeah, deer season is like always mm-hmm. popping because Fish. yeah, because they get overpopulated really really quickly because they breed yeah. really really quickly. Like this is the thing. Um, yeah. They should yeah. have just done this all along. I don't know. Yeah. They, well, I don't know why they stopped doing it. I didn't look at that, but they did. And then well, they reinstated it. I think the emu population was pretty low. Oh, thin. Yeah. It, it thinned was, out it, when they were hunting them initially. Yeah. Well, and I do think that they, this is like, I think before they like categorized, oh, no, they might have categorized like endangered species in Australia. Mm. But like, yeah. I think emus were not 
like they were um they were already like kind of threatened species so when the rest of the world found out that they were doing this i think that's when they were like you absolutely cannot do this anymore like ornithologists from all over the world were like this is like a threatened species you can't fucking do this and so you can't hunt these birds anymore so oh okay and it was just like you know yeah well they reinstated they reinstated it for uh, Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's still a thing but um in 1934 over 57,000 emus were claimed like and brought in and Mm -hmm. that was over a six-month period so it worked damn it worked Yeah. yeah and you know there were groups that were protesting it and stuff like animal rights groups but i do you know i do think it was a it was necessary at the time Mm -hmm. so well especially because you know like the the australian economy was like really reliant on the the wheat belt at this time and yeah needed needed those those crops to they needed the they needed the uh farmers to be successful so yeah this uh the shit though i mean it did not it didn't work um yeah. the machine gun shit didn't work um mm. and emus to this day are still fucking out there yeah and they will f- still fuck shit up so oh my god and, but luckily they figured out fences a little bit better i think yeah than at some point because <laughs> it's like they didn't they just jumped to they bypassed all of these other solutions and were just like jumped to kill them yeah fucking machine guns bring in the military yeah yeah. um so you could just like that was the vibe back then they were you know everybody was kind of uh you know they were these were these were war veterans who were turned into farmers so that's like all they kind of had a reference for so yeah yeah um and uh so this really didn't work though uh like we're saying the Campion District was eventually abandoned and is a ghost town oh, to this day. That's um, yeah. So it's well, it's an emu town. It's emu. It's an emu town. Yeah, <laughs> not ghosts. Uh, the emus are whose house? Alive. Emu's house. <laughs> <laughs> emu, 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 emu tap, emu tap. <laughs> God. That's a mummy reference. Yeah. Oh, God. That makes me want to watch that movie so bad. I want to see the new Brendan Fraser movie. I know. I do, too. Oh, bless his heart. I know. Although, I, you know, like, after he had that huge standing ovation, like, everybody loved it. Then I read at the Venice Film Festival, basically, it's all just standing ovations. Like, it's everybody just Everybody gets standing ovations. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. But his Trace was longest. La- tra- tra- no, Trace Lizette got an 11-minute standing ovation. Oh, who's she, that? She's she's the first trans woman to oh. like be like a main like a, a star in one of the like oh my God. festival movies yeah oh that's cool yeah oh cool yeah um all right well any final parting thoughts well to me the moral of the story is uh there's a reason that the saying is like shooting fish in a barrel and the saying is not like shooting emus with a machine gun <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, but there should be a saying about how cunning emus are. 
I mean, I feel like they could have like solved all this with like some booby traps, like yeah, a little poison, maybe, or or like maybe like a moat. I don't know. Oh, maybe emus can swim. It didn't. It could be a dry moat. Oh, maybe maybe they could have just done a little bit more research, recon, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to understand the the e- get inside the emu mind. You the know? emu the emu psyche. The emu also, psyche. <laughs> also, I feel like the emus are very smart. Maybe they would have been reasonable. There could have been some kind of emu pack. Just talk to their leaders. Like, I feel like find they out what just, they need. Maybe they just really wanted like a water park or something. <laughs> They're like, you know, we just want a place to like hang out and like get a couple like hot dogs every now and then. Soak City EMU. Yeah. <laughs> we just need a couple of fuck oasises and we're good. Yeah, like, we want a lazy river, goddammit. We don't need, we just, uh, you know, like, just throw us a little bit of a bone here. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I wish. I think I, they could have just made, like, a decoy farm, oh. and it just would have been, like, a giant net or something and just, like, <laughs> trap them, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all they have. A decoy farm. I don't know. Yeah, booby traps. I like that. Or dig some holes, put some leaves over it. Hang yeah. a stake above it. The emu comes and they fall in the trap. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool times. Cool times. Well, I now I want to go to a petting zoo of emo emus slash a water park. Oh my god. I think that would be amazing. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful to the people who wrote us and were like, "Do the cover this topic." It sounded benign. It sounded so benign, and it was such a treasure. So it was delightful. Thank um, you. Thank yeah. Bless your hearts. Uh, I want to make more emo jokes, but I I I can't. I've drank. Too Why? Much. I've drank Go too ahead. much wine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I physically, my brain can't. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. We love it, though. I love, we it. love it. I love it. Yeah, it's a good. It was a fun topic. Yeah, I think I think emus are like full on dicks. And I I feel like it was like they really were getting back at the like, you know, the resettlement of this area. Yeah. And they're like, who the fuck are these people? We're going to yeah. just fuck their shit up. Like, yeah. Why are they here? You can't just like come in and claim this land. Like we've Mm-mm. we've we were here before. The Aboriginal people were here before you. We were co coexisting, and now your dumbasses here. So we're gonna fuck it up. And then the, <laughs> and they won. They left. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. The emus yeah. won. Mm-hmm. The so emus the won. Great Emu War of nineteen thirty two. It's emus won. Australia Australian zero. government zero. Yeah. Yeah. Australian military zero. Yeah. Well, it's like, actually, it's more like emus, that tens of thousands, mm-hmm. Australian government zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Australian government, maybe 2,500. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. Plus the 968 that I have. I, defi- I, I could also throw this football over these mountains here. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. The. Yeah. 
just full the confidence of uh of men you know yeah just thinking they could solve everything with guns yeah mm-hmm. unfortunate oh all right well that's all i got for this one yeah it was uh, fun it was so fun you can um send us a oh why don't you visit our website dtfupodcast.com you could send mm-hmm. us a topic if you like through the like contact us form We'd love um, we love getting uh, ideas for topics. Yep, and we love getting listener stories. So if you have a really yes. fun story, maybe you have have had an encounter with an emu that you <gasps> must yeah. tell us about. Um, tell, maybe, tell us your maybe, emu jokes. Maybe your great grandpappy was in the great emu. <laughs> Uh, oh my god your great great grandpappy maybe your great great grandpappy was the guy the gunner trying to go down the street just fucking (laughs) bouncing all over the place uh Um, i'm surprised honestly i was half waiting to hear that one of the soldiers died oh i know i was like what like what if we get to the end of this and there was casualties on the people side (laughs) i feel like if i feel like if there was any casualties or like any injuries they the Mm. australian government hushed it up because (laughs) it's too embarrassing they just dug a grave out there knocked him in there and moved on they're like we cannot can't tell anybody tell his wife and kids he left them he moved he went awol yeah yeah he uh he doesn't live here anymore oh my god um Okay, and oh, we have merch on our website, mm-hmm. and yep. you could get to our Patreon from our website. There's just so many things to see and do. Uh, want to say thanks to our patrons as always. Yeah, um, yeah. y'all are the best, mm-hmm. and uh, we have so much fun in our Discord with you guys. Yeah, and if you're curious about what that is, just check out our Patreon. It's yeah. Patreon.com/slash/gtfpodcast. I know, I love that, and we. I feel like we have some patrons. Uh, new patrons that have joined recently but they are not in the discord so mm-hmm. if you're one of those people and you're like wait what is this just message us and we'll help you figure it out because yeah every level gets to join the discord mm-hmm. it's so fun yeah um all right well listen up y'all stay excellent to yourselves and each other all right bye emu later <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.